Joe. And I'm Ryan. And we want to welcome you to the Budget Bros Podcast. We've set out to really create something different. We both come from humble backgrounds. We're not millionaires. But what we've been able to do really is what we want with our lives because we've saved money in so many different areas. And because of this, we've been able to have really rich life experiences. And that's what we want to share with you as listeners, ways to save money, practical ways. Now, we want to mention our website, budgetbrospodcast.com. There you can see our latest episodes, follow links to different money-saving tips. And we also want to mention our email, budgetbrospodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear what you like, what you don't like about our episodes, maybe ways to save money that we haven't even thought of. We really want to create a community of information. Now, if you stick around for our episode today, we're going to leave you with one excellent money-saving tip. So stick around to the end of this episode. Of course they're going to stick around, Ryan. Welcome to episode one of the Budget Bros Podcast. We're so excited about this. Episode one. I know, right? It's so (laughs) epic. I think this is the episode that is going to put us on the map. Because all the episodes we did before this were worthless. Yeah. This was the one. Or maybe only our parents will listen to this. But go ahead. <laughs> let us know what. <laughs> Why did we start this podcast? That's what we want to answer today. Because if you're tuning in right now, you're wondering, who are these two doofus-sounding nerd guys? Well, we, we know that in this, the current economic environment, people are finding themselves out of work in difficult circumstances. People are having to budget for the first time in a long time, and we're going to remind you how to get back into the money-saving game. Things are getting tighter, and we want to let everyone know that they can continue to live their best life at a fraction of the cost. That's why our tagline is Wallet Relief. We do the legwork. We give you the best ideas. We give you the tips, the tricks, and so by listening to this podcast, you're going to get such good information that's going to help you make better money-making and money-saving decisions. So today we're going to start off with our stories. Who are we? Who is Ryan? Who is Joe? We're going to answer that question tonight. So get ready. Yeah, so I think the way that we're going to do this is by interviewing each other. And I'd like to start with you, Joe. I'd love to answer all of your questions. Oh, awesome. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, Joe. Why should our listeners even care about listening to you? Can you tell us a little bit about your background, how you were raised, uh, what started your money-saving ways? <laughs> That's a great question, because I was not born with a, what do they call that, a silver? Silver spoon, yeah. Silver spoon. Yeah, I didn't even, the only spoon that I knew of, it was actually metal. I used a metal spoon when I was a kid, and... uh what a lot of people didn't know is when I was a kid, I had, uh, I had such, such bad teeth because I had OCD really bad. And so I would brush my teeth all the time. And I literally <laughs> brushed the enamel off of my teeth. So I had to go to the dentist and they capped every single one of my teeth with metal. So metal spoon, metal teeth. Uh, tell us a little more about your background. How, how were you raised? Uh, well, my parents were both of the hippie generation. And my father, he was a a starving artist. So it was a family of five. I had my mom and us three kids. And early on in life, uh, I can tell you, when we're talking about humble beginnings, it doesn't get more, much more humble than homeless. 
We were homeless for about a year. We lived in a Ford Fiesta. It was light blue hatchback. And my parents would sleep in the front two seats and us three kids would sleep in the back. My two brothers would sleep in the back seat and I would sleep in the window of the car. Thinking about that experience, being homeless, you know, hopefully a lot of our listeners haven't had to go through that. But living through that type of experience, what did that teach you? What did you learn from that time period? I tell you what, I grew up with an amazing mother. I didn't even realize it was weird until I started seeing other kids that, <laughs> that had houses. I was like, hey, you get to live in a house? What's that like, right? I got to live in the uh, park. <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much lived in the forest for, for our, the early days, but we did eventually build a house. It was one of the, the last uh, types of loans that were being given out at that time in, in, in our neighborhood or in our area. And so we were actually able to live in, in a house, which was, oh my gosh, it was like, um, you know, going from living in a car to living in a house is, is like night and day, but my mom made that happen. So she taught me a lot of these money saving tricks that I use to this day, uh, and everything from utilizing food banks at one point to utilizing every single coupon, multiple coupons and things like that. So, uh, th- there was a lot that came from that. So I got a lot of that from my mom and I know that you have a similar situation with your mom too. That's funny that you mentioned coupons is we were a family of four and my mom decided what her job would be was to save as much money for the family as possible because my dad had a, a very modest income. We had a house, but I, I knew things were tight. But what my mom used to do is Sunday morning is when the coupons would come out and Sunday evening is when a lot of the people would come and throw their old Sunday papers into the recycle bins next to the newspaper delivery area. Coupons and, and cartoons. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I remember, oh, I, I can remember clearly to say that they were, we called them Lazy Boys because the Lazy Boy gallery had the main <laughs> coupon page and then all of the rest of the golden surprise coupons were, were, were inside. So what my mom would do is she pulled around the corner because she was a little embarrassed because some people would still be going there to pick up newspapers and, and working there at the newspaper delivery area. She'd pull around the corner. My sister and I would run out, open up these recycle bins. She'd have us jump inside. Now, they looked a lot like garbage bins, but most they were mostly just newspapers, not garbage. <laughs> so you might <laughs> call me a dumpster diver, but I, only sort of. So you're, di- you're diving in dumpsters. I'm living in a, in a car. Yeah. Got it. So that's our childhood. Get there. Good. That's a, yeah. that's a good start. <laughs> so what we would do, though, is jump in these newspaper bins, throw out all of these Lazy Boys that contained these golden coupons inside. We'd go home and sort these out. And my mom would use all of these coupons. Back then, they had quadruple, triple coupon day at all these grocery stores. And she was able to take what would cost maybe $100, $120 worth of groceries in her cart and sometimes get them for $10, 5 even free. Living that experience, seeing how this same person next door was spending $120 on what my mom could get for free really taught me a lot of, of ways to save money. Uh, it made me think of things a lot differently. Okay, if this is something that's even possible, how can I save money in everyday life? I just want to bring up something about that story that made me think of how I have viewed life ever since I was a kid. You know, your, your parents always want you to do better than they did. At least my parents did. 
And when I think back and I, and, and the way that I've lived my life is I don't ever want to be so poor that I can't afford a can of beans or, a you know, enough to eat for the day. Because there were many times when I went to bed hungry and it was difficult, you know, in line with all of those great ways that my, uh, my parents showed how to save money and things like that. I don't want to get back to that. I don't want to get back to that point. I don't know if you feel the same way or have similar thoughts, but I, I know that's a common thread among people who, are, who were raised poor. Yeah, you know, I think one of my biggest fears growing up was when I'd ask my mom for to, to buy something at, at the store, you know, like an action figure or something like that. She said, what are you talking about? We're going to be on the street next week. <laughs> <laughs> and you literally lived on the street, so you lived my worst nightmare. So even as a kid... <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid <laughs> of somehow ending up in that situation. So to me, I've always tried to figure out how to use what I was able to earn and get the most out of that amount of money. Now, whether I've been able to make a lot or a little, and I've been able to do that throughout life, and, and I think that that's what we want to share on our podcast here, is through our experience, we've learned a different way of looking at money. And having to get by on less has taught us how to get more for less. And that's what we want to teach all, all, of, all of our listeners, some of these experiences that we've gone through. In fact, can you, Joe, can you tell some of our listeners some of the stuff that we have in the works, some of the future podcasts that we're going to talk about? We have a lot of topics that we want to talk about. <laughs> the way that life is in, in this world, is cyclical. You know, there are times when things are tougher and there's times when you have a little bit more money. How can you utilize both of those? Right now, it seems like we're going into a time where uh, things are going to be a little bit tougher. So we're going to talk about how you could even maintain some of that normal lifestyle that you have by just looking in a few different avenues. We're not going to be telling you to stop drinking Starbucks or go to Starbucks. We're going to talk about ways you can still go to Starbucks and maximize every cup of coffee you buy so that you can still enjoy the things that you want and the things that make life worth living, but also save enough money to where it makes sense. I think that's very important about this podcast. We have, have rich, full life experiences, and we're not going to try to tell you ways to cut out all of the things you enjoy, but teach you new strategies and different ways to, to enjoy those things for a fraction of the cost. So, Right. For instance, you, know, you might think about a product that you buy all the time. Is there a way you can buy a lot of that product, save a lot of money buying in bulk? And I'm not talking about just buying it at Costco. I'm talking about um, buying a lot of one item when it's a good deal. We're going to talk about airline flights, hotels, any kind of travel you do, how you can get that for next to nothing by utilizing the things that you already have or certain websites. What's the best credit card? Should you even have a credit card? Ways to utilize gift cards where you buy a gift card and you get extra money in your pocket. How, how, how does that exist? There's a million websites out there that talk about saving money, but what are the very best ones? Budgeting. Budgeting is in the name of the podcast, so we're definitely going to be talking about that. Yeah, we, 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 better, we better hit budgeting. We're the budget bros. <laughs> we are budget bros. And that's what it's, you know, honestly, that's what it's about. Do you have a plan? If you have a plan in place, we want to help you live 
not only within your means, but below your means where you can save a little bit of that money for the things that are more important in your life, the things that you want to do. A big thing we're going to talk about is the things that make the biggest impact to not only your budget, but also your life, which is housing. Do you know what co-op housing is? Is it better to rent versus buy? Is it a good idea to buy a tiny house? Mm -hmm. Uh, Would it be better to get a fixer-upper? Would it be better to add on versus just buy a bigger home? In this the subject of housing, we both have a lot of experience. We've both had fixer uppers. Uh, I've lived in co-ops, tiny houses. Really tiny houses, by the way. That whole tiny house thing, is it worth it? Is it not worth it? We're going to go into depth on that subject. We're also going to talk about one of the biggest expenses that you may not be thinking of, which is food. Whether you're one of these homebodies that likes to you know, get your groceries and make your food at home. Or if you're somebody that likes to eat out a lot, we're going to tell you how to save a lot of money. Saving money with one person versus two people versus a whole family. There's a big difference. And we're going to teach you some of the life hacks that we've come up with over the years that can make a huge impact. Yeah. And and what I want to mention too on, on that food topic is I know we both enjoy going out to eat. So there's oh my goodness, and our wives do too. Yeah, and so we're trying to let everybody know that you can still enjoy these experiences. And in fact, I think my wife remembers most of our vacations, most of our most precious memories, all revolve around going out to eat. So we want to we want to teach everybody how you can do this for a fraction of the price. That's a great point because you know we have to think about more than just ourselves, don't we? Ryan and I are not some great people or anything like that. We're not talking about how, oh, we we're millionaires now because we did this one thing or that thing. Uh, We're talking about real life stuff. There are people out there who are cheap like me and cheap like Ryan that, you know, they have spouses that aren't that way. How do you work with that? How do you work within the bounds of that? You can still enjoy your life. That is a possibility in this day and age with the internet and with all the information that we have now, it's so possible. It's just that when you look out on the internet, it's like, where do you even begin? Yeah, We really want to hone these things down to like, okay, here's one source I can go to that's really going to help me in this particular situation. And when it comes to food, it's a big one because it's such a big expense. When you really add up all the dollars and cents from going to all the grocery stores and eating out, it is oftentimes higher than I know for me, my mortgage payment. Yeah, I like that you said that because sometimes we might want to save money but our spouse might view things differently. So how do we make that compromise? How do we still allow them to have these good experiences and save money at the same time? You know, that, that's something that I've fought a long time. My wife would spend $100 on a meal if she, if she could. <laughs> I used to make a joke with her that we'd go into the restaurant and somehow she would always pick the most expensive <laughs> menu item. It doesn't matter what it was. She, she could just say that's exactly what she wanted, you know? <laughs> But you got to get the lobster. Yeah. You got to get the lobster <laughs> every time. But how can you allow your significant other, your spouse, to enjoy those experiences and still save money at the same time? You can get to the point where you invest your spouse into that situation too. Your spouse and your family, you can bring them in. Now, they're not always going to just jump in there. Maybe some people just love to spend and they don't even want to think about or look around. They just want to find the thing they want by it. But if you can get them involved in the situation, 
that can be super helpful in saving money. And we're going to talk about how to do that as well. Yeah. Sometimes you can get the same meal that you'd spend a hundred dollars on for 50 or $30. And we're going to show you some of those, those tricks. Now, cell phone service is a huge one, Joe. Can you tell us a little bit about that in the future? You can have the exact same service that you have now and pay a fraction of the cost. Now we've, uh, both been in other countries and dealt with this cell phone thing. Ryan, tell us a little bit about maybe living in another country and what they're doing in those countries and how we're going to help people who live in either the U.S. or other countries to, to make some of those savings choices. Yeah, in 2012, I, I traveled abroad and lived abroad for some time, and I realized that I couldn't believe how much I was paying for cell phone service, uh, paying $100 a month plus I used to think that I was getting a free cell phone with my plan. Not, there's nothing for free. Over there, I was paying $5, $10 a month for, for service. So we're going to teach you how to get cell phones for a lot cheaper, how to get service for a fraction of the cost. We even found very good comprehensive plans for $15 a month. Different service works better in different areas, different carriers. So we're going to tell you how to research this, how to find what works best in your area. But uh, then we're uh, future episodes. Can, can you tell us a little more? So you and I have both started a number of different businesses and we've failed at a lot of businesses too, right? And that's what it's all about. You know, should you start this business? We're going to talk about that. Yeah, go, go back to that for a, point, a moment, because I think that you learn the most from failures rather than success. So we're going to go into some of these businesses. Can you tell us one of those businesses that you tried to, to start, Joe? Because I think the, the listeners would like to hear that. <laughs> well, me and my wife both started a online retail business. Essentially, you were working with Amazon, right? Yes, we were working with Amazon, eBay, buying things and selling them. And I'm going to talk about why that's either a horrible business to start or a really good business to start. And that really depends on you. So we're going to talk about businesses that you should start, businesses that you shouldn't start. You know, how sometimes you may think it's great in the, in the beginning, but it turns out to be a horrible situation in the long run. And there's a lot of hurdles with a lot of these too. So, you know, you're kind of getting the best advice because we've lived this advice. What about you, Ryan? What's a business that you started that you're going to be talking about? Well, you know, I've, I've tried to start a lot of different businesses. Um, I've managed businesses in the past. Uh, I've tried to come up with ideas that I found on the internet. And, you know, I, I failed at some and succeeded at others. But I think what we want to really teach people at the end of the day that there is no get-rich-quick scheme. And that's not what we're about here. Because I think that a lot of websites are selling people that. A lot of YouTube videos are, are trying to teach people how to get rich quick. We're trying to say, all right, you make this amount of money. How can you make this amount of money go further? And I think that's the most important lesson that we've learned. And in a few minutes, we're going to talk about one money-saving website that we can go to right now for the thing that you're thinking about buying. I know you're thinking about buying something. Whoever's listening has something. I know for me, I'm, I want to buy a monitor and I want to buy a grill. So I'm going to go to this website and Ryan's going to tell us exactly what the website is in, in a moment. But just some of the other topics we're going to touch on here in the future, we want to make sure you know about doing a lot with not a lot. Well, what does that mean? Well, you want to go and travel to Italy. My wife and I traveled to Italy for basically 
zero. We're going to teach you exactly what that was like, what we had to do in preparation for that, and what the experience is like was when we got there. We're going to talk about living mortgage-free. Is that a possibility for you? Ways to uh, approach money differently. Emergency funds, how much you need to have, and how to gain just a little bit of extra money in your emergency fund so that you can endure some of those things. And we're going to have a ton of interviews. We're going to talk to other budgeters, talk to people who are in the profession, who have some of the same strategies that us and others that don't, and maybe even completely disagree with us. So we hope you stay tuned for a lot of these really great interviews that we have coming up and all of the great subjects. That- yeah, we're taking a real aggressive approach. We're trying to get some of the best entrepreneurs, some of the best money-saving websites, YouTube channels. We're trying to, to procure those interviews. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and they're going to be like, who are yeah. these two guys? I'm- <laughs> but, you know, we really believe in what we're doing. And, and we think that a lot of these other people we'll see how serious we are on trying to save people money. So going back to what you can do to save money today. Now we mentioned at the beginning of this episode that we're going to give you one tip. Now this money saving tip of the week. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to create some sort of like awesome background noise for that. Oh, you didn't no, like what good. I did? That, that I like that. That was good. That was good. Uh any listeners who want to, who, any listeners who want to donate any content, will uh, love to have that. <laughs> yes, right now I'm in need of a really good haircut. So if you want to donate that, let us know. <laughs> Send a comment to. Uh, I always want to call it Dutch Bros. No, it's Budget Bros Podcast. You can send it to Dutch Bros. They might forward it to us. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can forward Dutch Bros to us. We're okay yep. with that. I'll take a nice mocha. Yeah, maybe maybe we can uh, teach you how to save on Dutch Bros. I'm I'm not sure about that, but we'll do the research for you. <laughs> so, at the end of the episode uh, here, you know what? When I go to Dutch Bros, let me just say something. When I go okay. to Dutch Bros, Dutch Bros, sorry. Okay, I I am always like we pull up to the drive-through and it's like someone starts talking to me and have a conversation, and I'm just not used to that. It's it, it's good to have a conversation. I get it. It's fun and all that stuff. But every single time it happens to be a woman and I think she's flirting with me. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm just here to get my coffee. <laughs> just, just, just give me my coffee. I don't know why you're talking to me, but it's just part of their thing. They're not trying to flirt with you. It's just like, it must be just the corporate culture. I don't know if you've ever experienced that in your No, time. no, no. I think every time I've ever gone to Dutch Bros, they walk up there and say, so uh, what you doing today? <laughs> instead of just getting your coffee order yeah they're like hey let's let's have a conversation and i think that what they're trying to do is uh make you feel at ease make you feel like this is your coffee spot um but anyway this this episode is brought to you by dutch brothers <laughs> hopefully not yeah, starbucks ho- hopefully they send us some money for that um <laughs> you know nobody ever says nobody ever says we're going to teach you how to save money on dutch Bros. no it's always, it's always- Oh, you're spending too much at Starbucks, but I'm, I'm sorry, but Dutch Bros is just as expensive and the line is way longer. Yeah. You know, they, they just got Dutch Bros in our town and, uh, forget about getting out of there quick, but anyway, getting back to, well, I just want to know who are these Dutch Bros? (laughs) Are they really Dutch and are they really brothers? (laughs) Are they really Dutch? Are they bros? Cause I bet you anything. It's two ladies. that started. And who are these budget bros? And they're like, we're going to call it. We should, you know what? We need to change the name of our podcast. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, we're going to call it The Budget, Budget Ladies. Budget Ladies? Okay. 
the budget ladies. Well, you know. They're like, who started that budget ladies podcast? And they'd be like, two dudes, two, two bros. bros. Can you believe it? All right. So back to. All right. All right. All right. I've interviewed you back to the show. You know, we'll probably edit all that out. And if we don't, then we apologize. I love it. It's so today's money saving tip of the day is something that. Dun, 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 dun. Something that most of you probably hopefully have heard of. But if you haven't, this is going to be able to save you a lot of money. It's slickdeals.net. Now, this website's been around for a long time. I think I've been using them for over five or six years now, maybe longer. And what this website does, I'll tell you a little bit uh, about them. It says on their website, on their main page, it says Slick Deals community consists of millions of users who are savvy and passionate about finding and sharing good deals. And that's really what they are. It's, it's a huge community. I believe that they have uh, over 10 million monthly users who scour the internet to find the best deals on a lot of different products. Now, you can look at electronics all the way to underwear. Or electronic, or electronic underwear. underwear. Yeah, don't don't try that out. <laughs> Just this last Black Friday, I was looking for a new iPad. I had dropped mine and accidentally broken the screen. And so what I did, which was really nice about Slick Deals, is you can go in there and search the deals. You can search by name. Uh, I could search the iPad. Nothing came up right away. Well, when you search the name of a product, you can add a deal alert. Anytime anybody posts a deal from this huge community of 10 million plus users, automatically you'll send alert to your email that a deal just popped up. And I was able to get a brand new iPad for about $200. I think that saved me 50 wow. to a hundred dollars. I know right now, Joe, you're searching for a new, uh, what is it? A monitor that you said? Monitor and a grill, a monitor and a grill. Now what's nice about uh, slick deals on their main page it shows you their daily deals these are the best deals they're voted by the users and for instance right now i know that you mentioned a ben q monitor is, is that correct that is correct right now they show you how to use a series of coupons to get a ben q monitor at staples a 23.8 inch for 95 dollars. now what's nice about slick deals in the forum they tell you exactly how to add all of these different coupons together to get the best deal possible. And every day there's new deals. Uh, if you're patient, if you start thinking about a, an expensive item, a monitor, a TV, anything else like that, I really recommend this website. Besides the electronics, the clothing, all those things, they have things like credit card points. They tell you some of the uh, credit cards that are offering the most points right now, right? Like, for instance, on the main page, we see an IGH Reward Club's premier credit card. If you sign up right now, you get 140,000 points. It work, walks you through that entire process, how to get these credit card points, what you can use these points for. There are so many amazing deals on this website. Uh, I've used it for years, and it's helped me save a lot of money. Well, that's really great to hear, Ryan. You know, I'm looking right now, and I'm actually seeing... A gift card for Lowe's. You buy a $150 Lowe's e-gift card, and you get an additional $30 Lowe's e-gift card. So if you're you know, doing some kind of remodel project or something like that, it seems like that would be a great deal. I know I've done a lot of that, and this is definitely a site that I'd go to for stuff like that. 
Yeah, what I like about Slick Deals is their community is so large. They have so many individual users searching for deals. Like they find deals all over. Uh, right here on the main page, you see deals from Amazon, Sam's Club, Kohl's, um, Staples. They're trying to find you the best ways to save money. They're doing the legwork for you. So if there's a particular product that you're looking for, usually I suggest going here first. It's free, completely free to use. You search the product that you're looking for, and there might be a deal for you. It's a great way to save money on some of these purchases. I think I saw at the bottom of this page, let me see if it's still there. I thought I saw a 50-inch television for like $200 today. I see a 55-inch 4K UHD LED Roku TV for $154. Exactly. At Walmart. Yeah. So this is a great tool to save you money. In fact, there's a digital coupon on here right now, and I, I don't really drink these energy drinks anymore, but it says Kroger Digital Coupon 12-ounce Coca-Cola energy drink for free. You know, there are tons of deals that pop up on this website every day. This is just one example of, of one deal site. We have so many others. We have other deal sites that we're going to let you know about uh, travel, about buying video games. Um, I think you even mentioned adding coupons, Joe, to, to individual purchases from other website companies for other uh, large companies. Yes. I, I, there's some webs or some apps that you add on to your existing web browser that will actually add the coupon codes for you. So you don't need to search for them. In fact, I believe slick deals has something similar to that, but you don't want to add too many of these because it can slow your internet down a little bit, but you know, just so you know, or just so that the, the person listening right now knows that we're not being sponsored by slick deals. Tell us one negative thing about slick deals. <laughs> one negative thing about Slick Deals. Weren't expecting you know, the, that one. The, the only yeah. thing that sometimes mm -hmm. frustrates me about Slick Deals is I'll log on. Like, for instance, I've been looking for a computer monitor myself. And I found a monitor that was being sold at Walmart locally. Now, what was cool about this deal, it was a $550 computer monitor that was marked down to $130. And they even link you the SKU for the individual. Uh, to search your individual stores in your local area. Well, what frustrates me about Slick Deals is sometimes is I get to the site after the deal's over. I've been looking for a monitor like that for so long, and I get excited, <laughs> and I click on it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this sweet monitor <laughs> that was $550 for $130, and by the time I click on it, it's too late. So with Slick Deals, I usually check every morning, and I think the best thing to do really is to put in the deal alert. That way you're emailed immediately. You are able to get the deals that you're looking for on time and not miss out on some of these really good, awesome money-saving options. And you know what? That brings me up, brings me to the 48-hour rule. You know, if there's something that you really, really want, if you can wait 48 hours to purchase it, it's amazing how much money you'll save at the end of the year because one thing is you could find a better product or you could realize that maybe it's not something that you really need. If you just give yourself those 48 hours to think about it, we're not saying don't buy it. We're just saying, wait a little bit, wait two days, 
and see if that's something you really want. And that's what's great about Slick Deals. You put it in the search and you put in the alerts and it'll give that time for it to find that product. I would think that would be a good way to utilize that. And if you don't see it within 48 hours, maybe that deal won't come. But if you can wait even longer, the longer the better. I would imagine you, the longer you wait, the better deals you'll get. Yeah, you know, I, I like that same outlook to purchasing any product. Sometimes we think we really need something, we need it right now. But a lot of times if we are just a little patient if we add something to our cart, we wait a little bit, we realize, hey, we didn't need that in the first place. Or if we wait a little longer, we're able to get a lot of money off the exact same project uh, product. In fact, you know, like this monitor thing, I, I've, I really believe in buying top quality products because they last longer. And that's what we're talking about in a future episode. But I don't want to buy the cheapest product out there. But I know if I wait just long enough, a top quality product will be at the same price, if not lower than a low, cheap quality product I, I could get today. So I think that patience, uh, that waiting attitude is very important. And for those who like to buy, for instance, Apple products, Microsoft products, there are timelines that you can follow where if you buy it at the right time, you're going to get big discounts. What do you think? Do you think that the day before or the day after they announce a new, newer version of the thing that you wanted, if it's going to be cheaper? Of course, after they announce it, you know the, the cost of something of the same type is actually going to go down. So uh, we're going to also teach you websites you can go to where you can look at where it's, it's, it's future forecasting uh, certain things that you want to buy where you can make a good decision now about, hey, if I wait a week, hey, they're about to announce something, you know, can I wait a week and save a hundred bucks? We're going to help you with that too. Exactly. So I think that's a good place to wrap our podcast up uh, today. Yeah. Yeah. Time, time's up. <laughs> I apologize. But, you know, I, I, I think that hopefully listeners understand what we're trying to accomplish. We're not geniuses. We're just regular people like everyone else out there. Well, Ryan's uh, I wish but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hopefully you'll tune in next time so if you want to leave us a message go to our website budgetbrospodcast.com or send us an email to budgetbrospodcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you we want your ideas we want your money saving tips things we're not thinking of if you don't like what we say if we like what we say we want to hear it all so go ahead and visit our, our website budget bros podcast see you're so much better at that i think that that's going to be your job from now on (laughs) (laughs) thanks everybody for tuning in please tell us how we can make this podcast better and uh we hope that we can help save everybody some money see you in seven days take care